0: They pelted us with rocks and garbage. Hello, my implausible platitudes. This is your unlikely compliment host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and as you gotta be kidding me with all this adulation cast, beware the hairy mango. Today's story is all about what happens when you take a gamble on yourself, and then you remember you don't have any talent. The next time you gamble on using stolen railroad ties for your prefab log cabin, you're sure to receive an off-track beating. Off-Track Beating, by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. When the second fastest horse in the world, Nadermeyer, was a bullfrog, is beaten by a nose, and it isn't by the fastest horse in the world, there's no business like electrical engineering business, people tend to get upset unless they've bet on that horse to place. But Niedermeyer was a bullfrog, didn't lose on the racetrack. She lost at the football stadium. The sadly dim-witted horse had bet a lot of money she didn't have on herself to lead the 49ers to victory in Sunday's big game. Although her powerful muscles outclassed any others on the field, and her four-legged stance made her almost impossible to tackle, she had insisted on quarterbacking and watched the ball slip from her hoof play after play as she tried desperately to grip it with her single toe. That she wasn't taken out of the game after the first half was a testament to the city's faith and her can-do reputation. Niedermeyer was a bullfrog, left the stadium not only in the dumps, but in the hole for 40 grand. So when I stated she was beaten by a nose, it should come as no surprise that the nose was being wielded by a couple of goons working for the horse's loan shark. The nose had been specially designed for beatings. It was 75 pounds of titanium alloy bludgeoning terror, covered with salted sandpaper so that it could literally rub its nose in it. It being the bloody wounds of its victims. The still-breathing pulp that was once Niedermeyer was a bullfrog was scraped up off the street and shipped off to the glue factory. There, a group of loving assembly line workers glued her back together. They had nothing else to do since there was glue all over the assembly line and everything was stuck in place. Niedermeyer was a bullfrog was in much better shape now, meaning horse shape, but was traumatized by her beating. Noses everywhere scared the bejeebies out of her, including her own, and that one was hard to miss given its size and proximity. But her physical therapist happened to be a nose, and over her months of rehabilitation, Niedermeyer was a bullfrog grew quite fond of that nose. Once she was back on her several feet, she received a knock at the door of her horse house. There at her doorstep was the nose that had beaten her. It fell to its nose knees weeping and begged her forgiveness for its part in her brutal attack. She took it in and over time the horse and the nose fell in love and moved to Greece where Niedermeyer was a bullfrog became whole once more and her lover became nose whole once more. They became self-actualized and their relationship grew to be as open as the nose's sinuses. One Friday night, they went to a wild party thrown by the nose's friends. Niedermeyer was a bullfrog spent the weekend blowing more noses than the good people at Kleenex. Niedermeyer was a bullfrog's thoroughly uncomfortable jockey who had been sitting on her back throughout this entire story, finally slipped out of the saddle and awkwardly made his way out. (laughs) If this story gave you a new appreciation for Horsehead, you can heavily pet it and other stone ponies at the internet fable of the unclean stable, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Come quaddingly in the comments for this post or manly mail me and we'll flex our testosterone all over the floor at Matthew at the or wade through the well man at the Mango at gmail.com. Although he hasn't been as well since we waded through him. Whenever we felt we deserved a bad talking to, the SF and SF signal used to stand for super nanny fanboys and fangirls too. If only she wasn't being watched by that television television audience, we might have gotten the treatment we craved. SF Signal had more subs than the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, and standing in the corner was no fun with our pants on. Oh, my love's like a red, red rose that's newly tweeted in June. Oh, my love's like the melody that follows me at twitter.com upwithgravity. Dump your virtual coins into my open slot, also known as the donate button on the homepage. Maybe you'll hit a virtual jackpot, which is a much easier thing for me to pay out than an actual jackpot. This podcast shines blindingly from the lighthouse of your pride upon the outhouse of your shame and through the henhouse of your hand, beneath the bathhouse of your rugby team over the shithouse of your brick around the doghouse of your husband and the hothouse of your collection of sonnets by Robert Mitchum on his love for 1970s licensed lunchboxes and most passionately for the three's company thermos with a creative commons attribution on commercial share like 4.0 international license until Miskatonic University wins a football game against Wasamata this will delightedly roll through the tar and feathers of Matthew Sanborn Smith and remind you, fill it to the rim with Prell. Good night.